This week is Parshas Nosoi. So, state in the Pesach, then the Siyam came, and um, they gave wagons as part of their korban that was going to be used for uh, carrying the different parts of the Oren. So, the Torah says that Vnei Kohos Loi Nosan Ki Avoides HaKodesh Aleyem Bakosek Yisov Kohos was not given any wagons because they had to carry the Kalim and that has to be carried on the shoulder Pasmus to carry it in the wagon. That was the, the attitude. The emphasis is you find that Shevet Kohos um had a very dangerous job because when the Levim died because they got too close and they, uh, whether they looked or they touched or they were disrespectful, but so it says at the end of last week's Parsha at the very end, after don't let the Kahos family be wiped out do this for them when they come to the Kodesh you appoint them for their jobs, because otherwise they're going to fight over it, and they're going to abandon the manure and the shulkness. Everyone wants to carry the oren, and they're going to the bezoyim to the to, to the oren, the handle right. You take care of appointing everyone. The other thing is they shouldn't see the cable, they shouldn't see the oren akoydish. So when you cover it, they won't see it, they won't die. The vice the choice. You'll see later on when they count Klausel, Shevet Levi was the smallest Shevet, even though they were counted from the age of 30 days old. It was the Pshat because a lot of them had died in the Avoida of the Ornakodesh. So the Kasha, simple Kasha, why, why didn't they have enough Seichel to be careful? What, what, what's going on over here? You, you know that this is dangerous. You know that they're Alavim dying. Why don't they just stand back and only let the Gedoyle Yoylon carry it and uh, be careful. Why did it have to happen? So many people died. That's the first question. There's a couple of questions I want to ask. It's very hard to be a Zoyer. I mean, like to tell people... It's like you can ask what people know what smoking does, so how do you smoke? So, so that's one question. Couple of questions. They don't sound like they're connected, but we'll see. Later. Another question you can ask is: We say by benching, so the Shmuel gave us Eretz Yisrael, Eretz Chemda Tayvurachov. So you can ask: What's the big yichas Eretz Yisrael? I mean, the Tzrayim has a Nile. They never have to worry about rain. The Nile irrigates the land. Uh, Eretz Yisrael. They have droughts and they have problems and they worry about rain. Every Arab country is loaded with oil, like, you know, in Eritrea, they've been drilling for 20 years, they haven't found a drop of oil, right? You know, if it's such a great land, we should have oil deposits, we should have an oil, we should have all this stuff, like, those epis, and there's so much that's a culture, what's the, what's the shot? Why is it Eritrea? You find the, another question, Dovid Melech says, Shifti Beveis Hashem Kalei Nechai, I want to sit in the base of me. 
Why doesn't Dovah the Melech ask for Seichel? You can sit in the base medish and space out. You can sit a whole shrewish night. It was daydream, right? But if you have seichel and you understand what you're reading and you can hold it in a piece of gemara, it's also So why do it as shifty be base Hashem? The shayt was give me seichel, give me das, give me avon, and that should be the shayt. Okay. Um, another question is: It says that Avram Avinu kept the entire Torah, including Eruv Tavshilim. The freight, the revolving, the Ali Shur, uh, how did he understand this all? How did he figure this all out? You know, everything in the Torah he understood, and it says, how did he know it? Me'atzmoi. From himself, he figured it all out himself. How did he figure it out? What is the shot over here? Um, because that he couldn't figure out. Well, how he couldn't, how he figured it out. Except one thing. Right? You said you kept everything except. Well, I said including here, so she Yeah, yeah. Um, so there's a couple of other questions maybe we'll get to later on. There's a Shaila. Um, Rav Meir Chodesh asked, the Mishnah says, Yofesho Achas, so Tshuva Maisi Tayyim Chochai Elam Hazer, Yofesho Achas, so Elam Habor, Mikochai Elam Hazer. This is something that doesn't stim over here. If all, if Oilam Habo, one moment of Oilam Habo is better than all of Chai Oilam Hazer, so how can one moment of Chuvin in Oilam Hazer be equal to Kol Chai Oilam Habo? How do you understand this? So, you have all these Shilas, and, and, and there's a couple of other Shilas that are at. So it is in the Sefer, um, Lovoli, not Lovoli Mishpat, and the Toichei Rotsav Alba, the name of the Sefer, ask these questions. So this is a Yisoyed, that with this we're going to try to answer all these questions. And it's possible that the, the Yisoyed is the Mesilus Yisorim. Mesilus Yisorim says that um, based on Dovet HaMelech, he says if you look into life, you'll see the only real shlemus in life is dveikus with Hashem. As far as I'm concerned, the only thing that's good is kirvas Hashem. That's the only goodness. So whatever other people think is good is a mistake. They're imagining it. The real good is Kirvas Hashem. And that's really what he says in the beginning of the Silas Yishon. Is you should be misarim, misamis to a person. What's his job in this world? So he says, what is your job in this world? And he says, when Chazal taught us, as we were created, we're created to have the pleasure of the Vekas with HaKadosh Baruch because that's the ultimate Tainuk, and it's the greatest Tainuk, and the place for that ultimately is Oilum Abob. We have to earn it in Oilum Hazer. But even in Oilum Hazer, Tovah Ramelot says that that Kirbas Hashem is Tainuk. The only real goodness is Kirbas Hashem. So, if you understand that, so, um, the marshal, um, 
to give an example what, what that means. So he, the, the example that they give is to say a father gives a child a toy. So the kid gets the toy and he's happy with the toy, he's playing with the toy. But on a deeper level, what's the real joy? That a child realizes on some level that his father loves him and that's why he bought him a toy. And that's the real Hanar that the child has. You know, on some level, if we understand that we have life as a matana from a Baruch Hu, then we think deeply, we understand that it represents Hashem's love for us, and He's giving us these things out of love. That creates a dveikus to a Baruch Hu. So, Yisraelit Vorim is, David HaMelech says, I want to sit with this marriage. What matters is the vacus with Hashem. If I sit in the base medrash, if I sit shifty beveis Hashem, that means I have the vacus with Hashem, and that's all I need. Everything else will fall into place. What I want is the vacus with Hashem, and that's everything. They ask a question. It says that when the base medrash was destroyed, so the gates of Tefillah were closed. But the Shari the the gates of tears were never closed. So the question is, why why were the what's tears better than Tila? I dive into Hashem, I'm talking to Hashem, I ask Hashem what I need, what's up this, the gates of tears are any better? Right? The terrorist is a person dives and becomes emotional and he starts to cry. That means you're close to Hashem. You don't start crying if you don't feel a kirva to Hashem. When you feel a closeness, you get emotional, <laughs> and you cry. If you don't have any k- closeness, you don't get emotional, right? You know, I took my daughter to the airport when she went to seminary like a uh, hundred years ago, right? So, you know, I wanted to be the macho man, the father who doesn't, but I was mamish crying. Why? Because I love my daughter, and she's gone away for a year, and this was before you talked on the phone 16 times a day, right? This was, they, they offered us a deal that... Um, a dollar a day, a dollar a minute. That was the deal. You got a dollar a minute if you want to call Eretz Yisrael, right? So, um, <coughs> Grada came home that day. We came home to the, the house, and um, there it's a brochen. The house just wasn't the same. It was empty, and it was dark, and we were both a brochen, you know, not going to see our daughter for a year. And the mail comes. And I had been very close to a family in Phoenix from going fundraising. And I open up the envelope. It's a letter from this lady with two crisp $100 bills. And she writes, these, these, this money is just to be used for calling supporter. So um, it was a nice thing to get. Right. So anyway, <laughs> I'll call Pony. Yeah, like, you know, so after the first week. <laughs> you get three hours of <laughs> Yeah, so I, we were still pretty, uh, pretty cheap on the phone calls. But, uh, anyway, so uh, you get emotional, and and that's what the pshari, the mois because when you have that kirvo, that breaks through every barrier. That's the that's the love. You, you can you, you can realize that it's what's the greatness of Eretz Yisrael. We ask the what Shem doesn't give us oil. Is you say the right source ain't a the Everybody goes to Eretz Yisrael, they come back, 
wow, it was great. What was great? No one says it was great because I like falafel or I had shawarma, right? <laughs> I mean, maybe some people do, but the, <laughs> you went there to stroll. There was a feeling. There was a hergish, a vikas b'ashem. Like, how do you touch it up? You go to the kaisel, you just... It, it, you can't imagine what it was like when it was a base of Eidosh. It was not giant. You know, to the Kleisel, you know, nicer with the uh, Mayor Schuster. Mayor Schuster peeled guys off the Kleisel left and right. What was he doing? These guys came to the Kleisel and they got blown away and he took them straight to, to Neuf Weinberg. And the famous Meiser, this guy, comes to Neuf Weinberg and he sees the guy's Mahamash an atheist. Mahamash died in the world atheist. He's trying to prove that there's a God and the guy. He says, so how did you get here? Like, how did Mayor Schuster get you here? You're an atheist. So he says, well, I was by the wall. You know, everyone does the wall. And I had a feeling. But I'm an atheist. How could I have a feeling or something? So I said, God, if you're really there, I don't believe you're there, but if you are, give me a sign. At that moment, Mayor Shusta tapped me on the shoulder and he said, would you like to meet God? <laughs> so here I am. <laughs> Eventually became a Shem Shabbos. You know, he's living in Bnei Brak with 14 children. You know, so I was like, hey, this. But um, that's the Kaisal. It, it's not shy. It's such a, it's such a musig. So it, it's all about the Vekas with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's Eretz Yisrael. And so this is the site that Vodim. Eretz Yisrael creates that kesha with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and um, that's the answer why the, the Levim, B'nai Kahas, their whole machus in life was Dveikas Hashem. All they wanted was Kirbis Hashem. They are in HaKadosh, yet in Yishtel Zuchu, what the Kaisal was like. Can you imagine holding the Oren HaKadosh Alein, which is in the Kadosh HaKadosh, to be carrying the Oren HaKadosh, the Dveikas you would have with Hashem is not to be believed. If your whole life is aspiring for Dveikas to HaKadosh Mochavit, that's everything. So for Shtetzach, they went crazy to have the opportunity. They were willing to give up everything for those moments of the Dveikas. So Moshe says to Aaron, take care of it. You can't wipe them all out. They're going to go crazy. It's not the Pshat they were Meshikinahs. This is what life is. Life is for the Vegas. Every time you do a mitzvah, you should think, Hashem can be shunned in this place. Why am I doing the mitzvah for the Vegas with Hashem? David Pavarsky says, I'm going to You do it. The Chazal say that the people who show you in Malay and mitzvahs Karimah. So they asked the question, if they're filled with mitzvahs like Karimah, why they were showing you? And it was the Pshat. So, and what's, what's wrong? So, um, he says, the Pshat is Azay. A remoin has a lot of pits, but it has 613. You can experiment yourself, but it has a lot of pits in it. But they're all separate. They're all different pits. But there's not one central connection. They, they touch each other. But you have a lot of pits. But the same thing, they have mitzvahs. But there's not one central objective, which is the vacus with HaKadosh Baruch. That's what they're lacking. If you're doing the mitzvahs, but it's not with a kavana, I want a dveikas, then each mitzvah is a separate entity, but it doesn't have that kesher. This is the ikr, the side of every mitzvah is a vehicle to create dveikas with Hashem. The mitzvahs are 613 avenues to have dveikas with Hashem. Avram Avinu was the merkov of the Shechina. He was right there, 
where, where everything emanates from Hashem. Avraham Avinu was right there. He was in the cover the Shechina. He could see where every single shaykh is Hashem comes from. But mainly he could see what every mitzvah was. Because if you're right there by the Shairach, you're right there, you're the Merkava, you see where it's all leading to, you understand every mitzvah naturally, because you're right there, you're, you're at the source of the Kirva. <coughs> so he naturally understood everything and every aspect and every Kesher and Shaykhus from the Shaykh Tabrakadish Barhu. We do mitzvahs with all the objectives. I want to be close to Hashem. That's what I'm, I'm putting on a talus to be close to Hashem. I'm putting my tefillin to be close to Hashem. I'm keeping Shabbos to me. Every mitzvah creates that bond. Mitzvah comes to Hashem. It's Savos. It's a connection. It's a, that's, that's the Yisoyed Vorim. So you find a fascinating thing in Chumash Vayikra, the very beginning. It says, "A korban mechoscha ba melech tkemloch, loisash bis melech brisa lekech mialmin chosecha." A kol korban chetakus melech. So Rashi brings down that what's the idea of this melech bris? Rashi says, "Bris krusa la melech misheshi mebreishes." There was a bris with the salt. Shehuftochu amayim atachtoyin likori ba mizbeach ben melech. The mayim atachtoyin were promised. They'll be brought on this beyach as salt and nisach amayim bechag. So the Rabbeinu Bechaya elaborates on this. And he says, Al derech ha-medrish, b'yesh bo'biyo l'derech ha-kabola. So I'm going to teach you a little Kabbalah. B'riz karusa l'melech m'sheish me'breish, huftachu ma'ima taptoin l'kariv. B'melech v'nisach amayim bechag. The ma'im was promised uh, you'll be brought as Nisach HaMayim and uh, on every korban. The Medrash says that the water down here in this world is called the crying water. When Hashem divided the upper waters and the lower waters, they cried, whatever that means. What does it mean? With tears, the Maima Tachtoinim separated from the Maima Yoyim. Omu, they said, They said, Woe is to us, we're not going to be close to Hashem. So, what did they do? They split, all the water split, and they wanted to go up to Shemayim. They said, We're not, we're not performing. We're just going to split and no, no rivers, right? Hashem screamed at them. created a path, right? He, he made a path in the Yam, and with the Mayim Azim, the Chutzpahdika waters, he created a path. He screamed at them and dried it up. Hashem said, You didn't do this because you, you want to despise me. You did it out of covet. You want to be close to me. So that can't sing Shira till they get permission from you. Not only that, not only, you'll also be brought right? So um, this is what happens. So here again, what do you see? The waters were crying. They wanted Kirvas Hashem, right? The whole idea that you put salt on the table is to represent 
that you want Kirvas Hashem, and it represents the water's desire for Kirvas Hashem. Zoyar brings down, that's the pshat, that when we cry, the idea of crying, you have water, the tears come out as water, because it represents the Mayim HaTachtoinim that were crying, because they wanted them closer to Hashem. So every person, every tear has to come out as tears. So water and salt and the tears to represent the water that was crying. So that's the idea of the waves. The water is still trying to reach up to Shemayim. It still hasn't given up. It's still the Hishtaikikas of Kirvas Hashem is manifested. The waves rise up and Hashem screams at them and they come back down again. They rise up, represents this Hishtaikikas. It's constant yearning to have Kirvas Hashem. That's reflected in the, the waves as they hit the ground. They can't go further, but there's a of Kirbas Hashem. And so, this is the Yisoy, the whole tachos of life is to create a, a, a bond with HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to be close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And um, so this is this answers many of these questions. Why Eretz Yisrael was so special? How Avram knew Kalatayra Kula? What, uh, why Shevet Levi wanted so badly to be able to carry them? Because the whole pathless of life is to have a Dveikas with Hashem. And that's the way we have to measure ourselves. You know, what, what are you here for? You're here to connect with HaKadosh Baruch That's your pathless. And so maybe we should be Zoycha to have that, um, to have that Shaykhist HaKadosh Baruch and the one from Shruis to the rest of the year with the Vegas. Is it separate from this? What?